Welcome into the Fantasy Loners League podcast. This is your host, Wolfman27, and our first Fantasy Loners League regular season is complete. That's right, we've got six teams that have made it into the playoffs, while the other half of the league sadly has their regular season ended, but at least they'll get to compete in the toilet bowl. Now, as you can tell, I'm just by myself today. I wasn't able to get a guest on such short notice. As you've noticed before, we've had a lot of repeat guests coming on, and I just thought it'd be fun to switch it up a little bit. It'll be a little bit shorter of an episode today, so you don't have to listen to me for that long. And maybe next week, after the first round of playoffs, we can get someone on here. Any volunteers, just send me a message. Anyways, I'm going to get right into it with the matchups from last week. Starting with me and versus Fisher Sports. So Fisher Sports was on the podcast last week and we made our predictions for each matchup in the matchup against each other. I picked my team to win. He picked his team to win. But we did have an added twist and I have to admit I feel a little bit bad. Just a little bit bad. So the twist was that we each got to pick three players on the other person's team that that person had to put in their lineup. So for Fisher, I picked Benny Snell, Nikhil Harry, and Terry McLaurin. And Fisher made me start Nick Foles, LaShawn McCoy, and Alshon Jeffrey. And the reason I feel a little bit bad is because the picks that he made for me some of them didn't work out. Looking at you, Nick Foles. Nick Foles with the mighty negative 0.98 points on the day. But LaShawn McCoy got me 10.5 points. And Alshon Jeffrey had an amazing day, 24.2 points. And that was able to overcome the choices I made for Fisher, where Nikhil Harry goosed and Terry McLaurin only got 1.8 points. Now, Benny Snell... I told him was probably a solid play last week. That was the idea. I didn't really want to put his team down too badly. And uh, he had a solid day, but it wasn't anywhere close to what Alshon Jeffrey did. It also probably helped me out here that Christian McCaffrey was finally not ridiculously insane for one week of the season. He only got 13.7. So my team was able to overcome Fisher Sports this week, which means I won that side of the bet. And uh, unfortunately, though, that means I'm going to have to face the sixth seed in the playoffs, which is going to be Sam Fran 23, who looks incredibly terrifying. He had a matchup against No Sleep tonight for that final sixth seed in the playoffs, and he won, and it wasn't even close. He had the highest score on the week, 153 points, Aaron Rodgers, Derrick Henry, Devontae Parker, And Keenan Allen all having great days. His team is just incredibly stacked. No one wants to face it right now. Which means, of course, I'll be the lucky winner that gets to face them in the first round of the playoffs. One and done, baby. Calling it now. Sam Fran, you're going to easily make it to the next round. I'm going to put forth my best effort. But I don't have high hopes. Unfortunately, for no sleep tonight, his season has ended. He put forth a valiant effort. 
Landing Saquon Barkley a few weeks ago made it look like he was a sure contender, but overall just wasn't able to cut it on certain weeks. Some bad strokes of luck. It was close, but no cigar for him, though. And both Fisher Sports and I picked San Fran to win, so we both came out ahead on that one. Current score, two for me, one for Fisher. Our next matchup, though, here, Fisher will take one from me because I thought 404 found would take the win over JDGG, and Fisher thought otherwise, and he would be correct. In the closest matchup of the week, JDGG was able to take out 404 found by .6 points. Now, I did mention I was assuming that 404 would set his lineup. He left Daniel Jones in, who got 11.2, compared to Pat Mahomes getting 19.5. And he left Tariq Cohen in for five and a half points compared to Delvin Cook, who, while got injured, got 11.9 points. Now, I know 404 has kind of not been around too much this season. He'll pop in when you call on his name, but hasn't been very consistent in setting his lineup. I'm not sure what is going on. If he's not into the league, totally fine. We can always um, get a replacement if he wanted to drop out. But if he did want to return... I'm hoping we can get him a little bit more active next year. That being said, uh, the matchup this week didn't have too much going for it regardless. Maybe he thought that way, and that's why he didn't set the lineup, because it would have been very hard-pressed for him to surpass San Fran or no sleep in point total, even if he won. Uh, So this was one of the more meaningless matchups, as both teams will not be in the playoffs 404 will be facing off against No Sleep in the Toilet Bowl. If No Sleep sets a lineup, which he has been good at all year, uh, No Sleep should pretty easily take that matchup. Meanwhile, JDGG will have a bye week as one of the last two records in the league. The other person with a bye week in the Toilet Bowl will be Adam Jeffrey, who faced off against J.M. Pincus. Uh, Fisher Sports and I both picked Adam Jeffrey to win this one, and we were both wrong. Very, very, very wrong. Apologies to J.M. Pincus for any offense we may have caused, but he easily took care of Adam Jeffrey. It was probably the perfect closing statement for Adam Jeffrey's disappointing season where he only managed to get 72.9 points, so he will finish the season at 2-11, worst record in the league. J.M. Pincus will move up to 8-5. He's got a matchup versus Tedro in the first round of the playoffs next week. And Adam Jeffrey will have that other bye week in the toilet bowl. Um, Deshaun Watson having a big game against his former team, Adam Jeffrey, where he received a touchdown pass from DeAndre Hopkins, another former teammate of Adam Jeffrey's, and uh, must have felt pretty hard to take this loss but hopefully there's brighter days ahead. I don't think Adam Jeffrey is going to end up the winner of the toilet bowl and end up in the actual last place of the league. But because I said that, I probably just jinxed you, and I'm sorry, buddy. I really am. So for the record, Fisher and I are both still 2-2 two and two on our guesses here, which takes us to Koi's 302 versus Jambrosa. I predicted Jambrosa to take the win and the upset, and he did. Jambrosa finishes the season on a high as he takes down Coy's 302 to finish as seventh place in the league, just outside of playoff contention. 
Maybe if he hadn't named himself a lost cause earlier in the season, things may have played out a little bit differently. But either way, he has set himself up well for next season. And he'll actually have a rematch against Coys in the Toilet Bowl this week as well. So that was some good fun. I picked Jambrosa while Fisher picked Coys. So that leaves me at three to Fisher's two. And the last matchup here was Tedro versus Fonette, and I foolishly picked our Australian friend to win, but he did not show up this week. Fisher picked Tedro to win, so that'll leave us at a tie record for predictions, three and three, and wow, Tedro. What a way to end the regular season on before playoffs. His quarterback, Baker, didn't even break 10 points, but he was still able to put up a great score of 128.36, behind performances by Cole Beasley, Julian Edelman, and Todd Gurley, while Fonette's team kind of just his star players did not show up today. Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara, Mike Evans, all very disappointing games. That's okay. He's got a bye week to recuperate before taking on his first playoff matchup. Fisher Sports will be the other team that has a bye week in the playoffs. So let's just take a look at that picture here. We've got Tedro versus J.M. Pincus, which currently is projected very closely. That could change based off of any moves they make throughout the week. I've been betting against Tedro pretty consistently. I feel like I probably shouldn't continue to do so, but I will this week. I'm going to say that J.M. Pincus takes that matchup and moves on, while I believe Sam Fran will soundly defeat me to move on to the next round as well. If that's the case, I believe it should automatically reseed these. Since San Fran's the sixth seed, I would expect him to face off with Fonette in the following week, where J.M. Pincus would be taking on Fisher Sports. So we got some fun times ahead. Again, if anyone wants to come on for our first playoff recap episode next week, let me know. Send me a message, and we'll have a lot of fun. Anyone that hasn't been on, Please feel free to volunteer. We love getting new people on. Love getting to know you guys a little bit more. Any repeat guests are, of course, welcome as well. And then before we leave, since I brought this up on the last episode Adam Jeffrey was on, wanted to give this story some closure for the time being. So I had gone on a rant because in another league, I had a team where I'll, I'll list off the roster. Quarterback, Kyler Murray. Wide receivers, Julio Jones, DJ Chark, Golden Tate, running back, Alvin Kamara, Melvin Gordon, Nick Chubb, Darren Waller at tight end. Pretty, pretty solid lineup, wouldn't you say? Well, the last time I was on this podcast with Adam Jeffrey, I was complaining because his very own Russell Wilson upset my team on Monday Night Football against the 49ers for me to lose just barely to the worst team in the league. And I said that that was going to severely threaten my playoff chances in this league. And it did. The Going into the last week of the season, I was actually going up against another terrible team in that league. And should have easily won, but my entire team choked or was injured. So I ended up losing that game. And I needed a little bit of help in order to actually clinch a playoff spot. So going into Monday night, that same team that beat me earlier had Russell Wilson left to play. Where his opponent had Tyler Lockett. And I know you can see where this is going, especially since I already spoiled the story in the chat, but my brother, the owner of Russell Wilson in that league, 
was down by about 17 points. So he needed Russell Wilson to have a, a decent day while still outscoring Tyler Lockett by 17. And it turned out to be pretty easy to do considering Tyler Lockett didn't catch a single pass. My brother won by less than a point, clinching a spot for me in the playoffs. So the man, Russell Wilson, that at one point may have ruined my fantasy season in that league this year, happened to save me. So right now, you Seahawks fans are in good graces with me once again, and hopefully I don't blow it in that league. Hopefully I end up uh, winning it all this year. We'll see how that turns out. Anything can happen in fantasy. Who knows? Maybe I'll upset Sam Fran this week. We'll see how that turns out. All right, until next time, Wolfman signing out. <laughs>